What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. For the culture. culture. Okay. Would you rather have a disorder that made you horny all the time or a disorder that requires you to have no sex drive? We have two guests here, and I'm going to right now just go to Afrotainic. <laughs> I'd rather have the disorder that will have me not have a sex drive. Oh, please elaborate. Uh, well, I just find that like horny people just do stupid stuff. Bags. And then when you're not distracted by your clitoris, <laughs> you yes. seem to see things Logic. more clearly. Yeah. You make better decisions. I know there are people That's out facts. there who have slept with people just because they were horny and then woke up oh, the next morning and was no. like, who the hell are you? <laughs> and that's sober. <laughs> right. right. Why do you look like that? <laughs> Why do I look like, like that? This. So please give me the low, low sex try. <laughs> the lowest one? Well, because just because you're horny doesn't mean you're going to find somebody who's going to fulfill your needs. Right. Oh, you're just horny. You're just horny. But you time. could be you could and be it's... horny and undesirable at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I'll, oh, I'll take, take the, the low sex drive. You'll take the dry, the driveway. <laughs> I'll take the 25 mile per hour in residential <laughs> areas. I'll take that one. Yeah. All right. Now I have to go with her. Being someone who's been with one person for 20 years, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Really, Tish? Yes. Oh, Only okay. because, um, it, it, like she says, just being horny all the time doesn't really do anything, really. Because you're just trying to find something to fit and move on so Keyword fit. yeah fit that one um <laughs> do you, but yeah so being horny really doesn't have anything to do with being i don't know you know i just love your accent when you say horny just to well, say yeah, horny. I mean, it has nothing to do with um satisfaction yeah mm. or i mean horny doesn't really connection mean or intimacy. appeal yeah, yeah. intimacy um, yeah, if if I had the choice, I would I would rather not have a sex drive at all. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and your third one, I would rather not have a sex drive. <laughs> we just yeah. all, we just all good. We're straight. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we don't need it, baby girl. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye, sex drive. Oh yeah. So what mm-hmm. would be um, what would be another form of pleasure if we, if there is no sex drive? Oh, intellectual. That's the most fucking sexiest thing. If you can fucking mind, mind fuck, fuck me, <laughs> hey, we hey. got it. I it's am good. Yeah, I am a sapiosexual. So like oh, if you're which yeah. means like you're That's you're attracted so to like in intellect yeah but people think it's just into well sometimes it's shallow intellect and like oh you went to harvard right no 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 my thing is like if you're hella into pokemon Mm. and you can name every pokemon yes Yes. oh the pokemon cards are made out of this material like if you just are a nerd about something something that yeah that i'm attracted yes but uh, if i didn't have a sex drive i think fulfillment will come in um pursuing your purpose because like not pursuing your purpose is kind of like Sex, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah your endorphins go mo- off. Yeah. You, you're, you feel, yeah. Motivation penetrates you. Yeah, From totally. that grows something else. And you yeah. can birth out product or content or whatever it is. Like, so I think fulfilling a purpose is, will And I think that fills that. something more inside of you, truly, than... It's more meaningful, yeah. Yeah, than it's any other... Just some very conservative... Some <laughs> 
Wait, say that one more time. Because some of y'all sex sucks, man. Oh, I'm just saying. That's just from the sidelines. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the mind, huh? Okay, okay. Wonderful, wonderful uh, way to open up. Welcome to For the Cultures podcast. I am your host, Bex Bumble. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, our co-host, D-Boy, Danny Boy, um, is out of town. He's in Washington um, for a graduation. His sister is graduating. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just out there doing his thing. He's probably turning up right now or he's probably still drinking or something. I'm just Damn. Throwing back. He's just uh, <laughs> he's just living his best life right now. So uh D Boy, we're gonna miss you on this one. But we have two amazing guests in the building. You know it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard earlier, but we have Afrotania returning guest in here. Say, say what's up. Afro-tainic. What up, y'all? Talo for show first. Where are you from, girl? Give a quick, quick history of you. I'm from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Yeah, let's go. You really are. <laughs> I really, I really am. I'm currently in Santa Clara, California. Hey. Um, spent about five years in American Samoa, but this is like my second year out here, and I'm just doing what Danny Boy's doing, living my best best life right now. Yeah, you are living your best life. <laughs> Cheers, girl. <laughs> Even though you was living a stress life a few seconds ago, we'll talk about that. We'll Minute. And then we have the amazing Tisha in the building. Tisha, please, please give the people a little background of who and what and where you come from. Ooh, I'm from everywhere, too. I was born and raised in Fiji, Australia. Then I ended up here, and now I'm in Campbell, California. Um, yeah, local artist, a little bit of everything. Um, crazy mom, too. Crazy mama, too. Yeah. Uh, son just graduated. Thank you, Caleb. Um, Your firstborn. Ooh. Ooh, how was that? Oh, that was a lot. And you're also pre- uh, prepping for his... Um... Grad party today. Okay. So I was up all night cooking, as usual. Um, and you're a cook, too, right? Yeah, I, I see I you tag Afro-Tainé in that little <laughs> shrimp. What was that? It was fish curry. Oh, man. fish curry. Oh, my goodness. Well, this girl's curry make you see Jesus. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and then smack them and then come back. It'll, it'll, it'll activate your sex drive. <laughs> there you go. Wait, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I got to be by myself when I eat your curry. You you also uh, facilitated the Heal and Paint, right? Uh, yes. Just I do a lot of D-Boy. the Heal and Paint with D-Boy um, out of San Mateo County, um, which was so fulfilling to work with poly youth and um the poly seniors are the ones who just have my heart because we were shocked by their reaction to um the whole process and and the stories that they told of their reflection of growing up in the islands and and what they see here with their children growing up it was really shocking so i mean shocking in a good way it was so fulfilling to see old people talk about what life was like in, in 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 the islands and um, one that I think stood out to me the most was um, the whole project was a picture of feet, both feet, and what your left foot would be or uh, what growing up back home was like and your right foot. And there was a man, a lovely man, who couldn't speak English, so he did the whole thing in, in Tongan. Oh, and wow. he um, told me that he painted his left foot black and his white foot, right foot white. And his thing is growing up in the islands, you are so free that you're running around outside with no shoes but you're so poor that you don't realize that having no shoes doesn't really mean anything. Mm. That your feet are are dark from, and your mother would, and he was just talking about his mom would chase him outside to wash his feet before he came in the house. 
And then he said only like a few weeks ago, he's putting on his shoes and he looks at his feet and he goes, oh, my gosh, I have Palangi feet because they're so white <laughs> from being in America so long, you know, living with his children. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, but his comparison to how he grew up and being here for so long was just really I don't know why it stuck with me that that was that's what he felt and that's right. what he wanted to um, illustrate to us. But yeah, it was, it was it was wonderful, really wonderful. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, we have a pretty pretty interesting um, episode that's coming up. I'm excited to get in some deep conversation with these ladies. But first off, we want to recognize that we are in the month of June. Can y'all believe that? Oh yeah, God. I know you can. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Time have you been waiting for this? Yes, I have been. Oh, oh him. Uh, there's uh, quite a few things uh, that June is known for. Uh, obviously, Pride Month. Shout out to Pride. You know what? <laughs> I read your little Facebook comment on Pride <laughs> Month. Can you can you talk to us about that Afrotainer? Okay, so I I have a lot of LGBTQIA plus 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 friends. Yeah, right. so when Pride Month comes along, I I love seeing you know the flags flying, the memes being created, mm -hmm. the music, the fashion, everything is great. Mm. But when it comes to like going to Pride events, I don't go because I feel like that space is not for me. I'm right. a cisgender straight woman. Yeah, every day is my Pride day. Yeah. So when it comes to, I I just say I don't I don't crash pride events because I want to keep the sacredness of of yeah. that event for people mm. that is some sometimes people just need their own shit yes if yes. it's if it's for a queer folk to celebrate and live out loud yeah. let queer folk go and and I've had a, a couple like queer Pacifica people tell me like oh well we want our cis allies there too to celebrate yeah. and I was like that's that's dope right. but I'm not gonna go uninvited. I'm just, I'm not gonna go right, without right, people. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna go up like, oh my god, that looks like a great party. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Let's just like and throw around dildos and, and walk <laughs> around. Yeah, and people do do that. I've seen that. Yeah, and and I, and, and it serves no purpose. Now, if mega crowds are gonna be there and try to agitate you, ooh, if Christian ooh. crowds are gonna be there to judge you, like I'd rather be there Holy for a, for a purpose yes. in terms of like I want to provide some support, support. Yeah. I want a big body you know yeah. so I'll do that but when it comes to pride events I want to leave the pride events for the people it was intended for Right. Um, there's nothing like going to an event like if it's supposed to be for like black folks and you go in there and there's a bunch of like bye bye's there yes. and, I'm just like, and I've seen that I'm <laughs> just like oh Afro okay mm. yeah mm. so oh. like I just don't want to feel like I'm infiltrating somebody's space because like just yeah. my mere presence um being there could affect somebody's mood right. you yes. never know yeah and yeah. like say say if some some young woman comes up and says oh you're you're this and that and and then i turn her down because like i'm, I'm sorry sis but i'm i'm sis right yeah, yeah and then she'll feel rejection but then she'll be like okay but you're here at pride so what you right. doing yeah you know i mean so yeah. it's a lot of i just i just choose to opt I, out i respect your reason yeah i mean That's keep sacred spaces sacred respect right? okay so well, let me give you guys a list of what june national months okay because i thought it was pretty funny but so june is known for national give a give a bunch of balloon month <gasps> can you believe that, that? Yeah, it's that's... national dj month it's also national african-american music appreciation month right oh see national zoo and aquarium month god bless me <laughs> I don't know who made this list, but it, it, this exists. Okay, I Googled it. The LGBT, you know, it's Pride Month. It's Men's Health Month. 
It's National, get this guys, brace yourself, Accordion Awareness Month. Hey, Accordion they Awareness. need some love Woo! too, man. They need it's, some love too. The Accordion? Yes. Damn. He got no game. He plays okay. Accordion. It's National Adopt a Cat Month. Nah. It's National Fresh Fruit and Vegetables Month. Yes. Ooh. It's also this is our this one's gonna this is gonna win you all over. National Candy Month, y'all. Oh no, Ooh, I'm yeah. good. Okay, this, my that wins me over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. It's National Camping Month. It's National Caribbean American Month. Hey. It's oh. National Country Cooking Month. Hey. Nice. It's also National Dairy Month. Mm. It's National Great Outdoors Month. <laughs> it's National Home o- Home Ownership Month. Wow, oh, can't relate. My dream. <laughs> bless, bless her heart. Where is the uh, National Rent paying right. for an apartment month? It's um, the rent going up. Where's the National month. Section Eight month? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Um, it's National Iced Tea Month. Oh my God, Iced Tea like Iced Tea, tea. or Iced Tea like the like, one that's married to cocoa Iced Tea month. No, Iced. Tea. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. It's National Papaya Month. <laughs> it's National PTSD Awareness Month. Right. Okay, cool. see there. That's cool. It's National Safety Month. Oh, this one right here. It's National Soul Food Month. Yes. That's what's up. It's also National Rose Month. And last but not least, it's National Turkey Lovers Month. Turkey lover? Turkey's dry, though. Yeah, I know. I'll take a ham over turkey all day. Turkey yeah. Lovers Month. I know. They have a month just for people who love turkey. Girl, they have a month for accordion. You was a tripping No, I'm with that. Look, I understand Maybe. accordions. You know what I, mean? can, I understand accordions, <laughs> man. You Y'all know, understand accordion, but not turkey. Be, because they, you got to be buff game. to play the accordion. Yes. Yeah, you got to be small. Bring it back out. There's some I'm done. Though, about, yeah, I cannot believe you two rather point out the turkey <laughs> than the accordion. I'm tripping no. over here. It's also Father's Day, right? Father's Day month? Oh, Father's Day. I think there is Father's Day it in this Father's month. Day. Yeah, it's Father's Day, Day in this month. month. Yeah, okay. it's not Father's Day. Also, month. also in this month is Juneteenth. Uh, it's yes. uh, known oh, as the Independence Day of Freedom. Oklahoma um, has a it's festival. When, so it's like Jose. June 19, 1865, <clears throat> when they abolished slavery in the U.S. state of Texas. But you so, know slavery ain't dead. Uh, no, it's it's not. It it's just, just transformed themselves. But we're going to celebrate that day. Yes. Yes. So Definitely. Independence Day, like July 4th for America, is not the same for black folk. Like Juneteenth no. is our oh. Independence yes, Day. It's Juneteenth. Mm. So that'll be, be happening this month as well. Juneteenth is like... What? What is it like? Like, what is is it like a huge? Yeah, like, like Mardi Gras. Gras. Like, like black communities everywhere just get together. Yeah, to like recognize his, history, their food, culture, music, music. all of that. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, that's where you get that song like "Lift Every Voice and uh, Sing." That's, yeah. yeah. So are you going to the Oakland one? Yeah. yeah, it's a <laughs> Juneteenth. I'm ch- I'm gonna try to attend that. So be, uh, before we move on to f- our further discussions, you know, I kind of want to create instead of space. I know Deja already kind of came in already, you know, centered and grounded. <laughs> we we normally Debo and I we would ask our guest, which is Tisha, she's here <clears throat> to do the honors to just really ground us, set a space, whether it's through prayer or through a quote or through whatever it is in your heart. But uh, if you want to. Transfer the. I would like the obligation and the responsibility. How do you, how do you give the angriest is, person here the chance to put? You know, 
You smile too much to give be a, angry, girl. Give a little background before you release <laughs> that prayer. All right, y'all. So before I say a prayer to ground us, just know that in my current state right now, in my body, are, are just pulsing little <laughs> bolts of electricity of anger. Only because... Being a Samoan girl in a Samoan household, <sighs> we depend on others to be there so that you can go on and do mm. something else. And when that person my organ? play their position <laughs> and inconveniences mm. you, then you get angry. And mm. so I had to eat that anger and drive 90 miles Way per hour on the freeway to get here. <laughs> so I wasn't late. But... I think God's playing a trick on me to have me pray so he could tell me, hey, it's not that serious. Mm -hmm. Right. Take it easy. So while I'm here, this is going to be a genuine moment of grounding, y'all. So if you could please close your eyes and breathe very slowly. Heavenly Father, we come to you today in the fullness of our authenticity, God. We don't hide anything from you, mm. not our thoughts, not our mannerism, not our presence, Lord. We bring everything to you, our anger, our beauty, our ugliness we lay at your feet mm. because that is who we are. And that's how you created us to be, to be a being, to experience everything that this world has to offer, whether it be challenges or successes, God, we come to you. We hope that you settle your spirit of calmness and just authenticity in our conversation. God, may we be not only a reflection of light, but a reflection of love and what it is to be human in this world, God. We ask that you um, bring a blessing upon everyone who is listening to this podcast, whatever situation they are going through, may you be present in that in however way they will receive you. Lord, we ask all these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> all right. Real quick. First, first, first thing that comes to mind. What's the first song that's in your head? Tisha. Oh. And you have to sing it. Bone Thugs in Harmony. Sing it. What's that song? Sing it. Sing a slip. How's Bone Thugs going to be right after a prayer? Bone <laughs> like, It's the first of the month. Wake up. Wake up. Rent is due. What is it? First of the month. Oh, you got to sing a snippet of it. No. Come no. on. Just say, it's the first of the only month. Only my son sings. I do not sing at all. Afrotain, what's the first song that comes to mind? You have to sing a snippet of it. Forgive me, First y'all, song. but um, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> you know, stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with, with you. you. Oh, no. I don't even know who sings that, but that's the first thing after that, a prayer that's, that's that comes. Big Sean. <laughs> yeah. you little I don't know who that is. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. First song that comes to me. Watch. Got a body of a goddess. Got eyes for the beacon brown. I see. Okay. Okay, that don't work. That's right after the prayer. That's right. That's right after you said no sex drive. (laughs) (laughs) Dryway is the highway. Mm. All right, y'all. Man, bruh. That's been a long last week. It has been a long. Tish, you start. You start (laughs) off with your long last week because you've had with all your children's graduation. Go ahead. Well, I just family. We got we got too many family members. <laughs> I had nephews, nieces, my son, and I still got three more next week. I'm just back to back. Well, it's grad season. I mean, we should, you know. I just thank myself really. Yeah, they graduated because yeah. I did not kill anyone. 
My kids didn't knock no one up. They didn't go to jail. Ooh, <laughs> I'm so God grateful. Is good. God <laughs> is good. <laughs> yes, Lord. The small mercies, man. <laughs> no, you know, I was really thinking about this because um, graduation day, I went my, for my son, and an old teacher ca- brought pictures of him when he was in grade school, like middle school. And there's a girl in one of the pictures with him who is now her kid's three. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So imagine, like, and I see her. She lives in our complex now. And I see her carrying her baby every day. And I think she's the same age as my son. And she, you know, like, it just puts things into perspective. Like, and so graduation, I really went all out for him because my husband was like, oh, it's not a really big deal. Wait for college. You know, just like, I was like, no. You know, I see that girl every day. And just little decisions you make in high school could really change your whole life and the whole path that your life could go on. So I was so proud of him. Really. Oh, yeah. But he he just extra. Oh my god. I love extra. The pitches and the just the floaties and he just extra. We love extra. I know he is, but he's above and beyond. Just 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 to kinda like add on to that extra. Like I wanna get you guys feedback on like what is extra when it comes to lays, when it comes to graduation, like celebration and putting it out there. You didn't see what they put on my kid? I did. They put a flo- a, a floaty. A, a, oh my god, a, 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 a rainbow floaty on top of I... the lays, and I was, and you know what he was walking around saying? Do you want to taste the rainbow? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god, yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I and love then, this kid. And then he had skittles around his neck. Get, oh, get it? Oh yeah. I'm like, yes, I love him. It's ridiculous, but, but no, what is very... too much? Is it? Is, is there? Is there even a too girl? Much? We put the we put the gatus on the floor. We put his solo foot, like all his stuff out with his name on it, right there in the quad in the high school. All the white people were like, oh my God, what is going on? My son's there going, these are our ceremonial mats. Take your shoes off. <laughs> oh my God. I remember seeing uh, on Instagram, if you've seen our page, there was um, a kid that just, their family made their mat out all out of dollars. Even their back Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's like... I saw that, but I've seen the... Is that too much? Yes I or no? I feel like if... If your celebration puts you in debt, bro, that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> if you're eating something, if you're full, if you're following a thousand dollars on the ground at graduation, but eating something meat at home, yeah, that's, a problem. Ah, that's but, too much, but guys. They're just following it, and then they're gonna say, "Yeah, on my coupon." They're following it. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been following it. I won't get caught. see, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's it it. Some of it is. The ones I've seen are the monomonos made with their kids' faces in it. The date of birth. Date of birth? Yes, the date of birth, congratulations. They get it made in Utah, and it's pictures of themselves on the monomono hanging. What's a monomono? Yeah. Big uh, quilted blankets. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's too much. A quilted was, blanket? Yes, okay. with their, like, the faces on it, with their name, date of birth, class of 2019. I was like... Maybe, girl, what was, did they receive their doctors or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> are, you, are you the super saiyan valedictorian? Right? That's, I was, well, I would just do that for a wedding. But I was like, oh, or wow. Or a funeral. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I'd do that for a funeral. Yeah, that's it. But I was like, okay, wow, that's, yeah. But I do understand, like, someone made a point online saying, you know, sometimes this this is the only celebration or the only stage they'll walk across in their life. Yeah. So they're going to celebrate to the fullest. Because sometimes fullest. some do not go on. Some yes. go straight into the work yeah. industry to help the family or to live in the Bay. It's so hard to expect someone to go full four-year college. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I I totally understand that. No, but I feel like that begs like that begs the culture to like increase moments that we need to celebrate. Like we shouldn't just celebrate graduation. Like celebrate when somebody gets a job, bro. If we gotta, if we gave barbecues and parties when people get jobs, and it doesn't even have to be a big job. Like if you just got hired at McDonald's, bro, I'm I'm there with a lay at your house. (laughs) Yes. No. Imagine how many people would be more employed and more interested in working if we celebrated the small victories like i don't you know it's it's fine to celebrate a high school graduation i think we should always celebrate and uplift our kids but don't let it stop at graduation that's that's facts yes don't because then you get a bunch of these people who want to relive their high school life oh over and over and (laughs) And over over again but yeah i think i think graduation and the way we celebrate graduation should uh, you know press us to celebrate other things even more yeah no that's true yeah, I don't know. I, my week was kind of the same. I had a lot of graduations. Um, yeah. It was a little too much, but I made sure my pocket wasn't going to run dry. Well, I can only afford this. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> like Some of y'all are going to have to do with one ULA because yeah, uh, I have a budget here, so right. it's not going to get out of control. I'm not even going to do any like fancy lays like you know Tyrone, you know, Kaylani. <laughs> you know what? Le- Tyrone's lays are the business. Though. I know. I... I know. They're beautiful. My girl bought one from him. He was like, wow, okay. I saw it. <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah, I know. Shout out to, shout out to Kalo. Kaloni. Um, but yeah, it was a it was an eventful, eventful week for me. Um, like something that I've been getting into is um just meditation. I don't know if you guys have been following me on Instagram, but I've been going to a lot of meditation space. There's actually this um, meditation spot in San Jose. It's called Enlightened Meditation. Girl, that one set me free. Um, there's this class called Loving Kindness. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, the the lady that facilitates um, this class, she has a crazy story. But she's basically walking us through, like, meditate, like through meditation, um, healing. Oh. And she has such a powerful story that she kind of, it's easy for her to kind of segue into, like, now healing spilling over that healing to us so it was just uh one of my favorite classes i recommend i think the next class is free for one week trial um can we do a drug (laughs) don't do a drug (laughs) to relax bro oh dude they uh, they have all the oils for you to relax baby girl it's everything is there well i could do a kava i've never okay i've never done a kava like that but maybe we can have another kava it tastes like 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 dirt and feet Ew, you have feet before. Like, well, I didn't know why you don't know these. Okay, not feet. Things. That's a wrong, uh, wrong description. Like, like dirt, like and no, it's stinky d- socks. Dirty water. No, it's like dirty water. Yeah, that's what we call it. Dirty yeah, water. It's just dirt, like, and it just makes you numb. Have you Your not drank it? I've, really? I've drank it, but it's only at a ceremony for a matai, but like oh, yeah. no. in the back. When yeah. But with nothing, can, listen, no. nothing can phase this girl. <laughs> Alcohol, weed, <laughs> CBD oils. I don't even know if the whole freaking bowl of kava will do this girl justice. No, like, no, no. You can't. You got to drink more than yeah. four or five. Then your tongue goes numb. No, she needs like two of those big Alhambra. Oh, uh, what are those? <laughs> Yeah. No, I've tried it once, and I would never do it again. It was for the, just to experience, like, why do you guys do right. this every evening after work? This is back in Fiji. So I tried it, and it's a good feeling, but, I, like, I can't see to do it every day. I don't understand that. Mm. Um, because in Fiji, it's really, like, it's become a bit of a problem. People are doing it every day. 
They even I've even seen pictures of the police station have a bowl while they're working. <laughs> wow. And I'm just like, what is going on here? But um, yeah, it's just it because it takes you down. Yeah. And then after that, you're supposed to drink hard liquor mm, to bring you back up to bring you back up. Because if you don't, then you just like you could like fall out, fall asleep or, you know, it's just it's because it's an anesthetic. Mm. So it puts you down. <coughs> but yeah, so it's a lot like. I was thinking, oh my gosh, you have to drink oh, all this, mm. and then you have to drink <clears throat> liquor to come back up, and then what do you do? But th- doesn't <laughs> liquor make you, isn't that also a depressant liquor? Too? Well, that's what I mean, and that's why so um, a lot of Fijians have a lot of problems with liver, because it's liver a thing in the liver. It's really bad. But to be honest, I'd rather people drink kava than alcohol, because I don't know too many people that get violent off of kava. Well, yeah, because so kava is a relaxer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I feel like in Pacifica cultures, and a friend said this to me, like in Pacifica cultures, like when we used to drink kava or ava, like there wasn't so many instances of fighting after drinking. But once, you know, Western, you know, things like yes. alcohol was introduced, just like how the, you know, indigenous people of America, when they got introduced to alcohol, yeah, it became violence yeah. And, yeah. and all that stuff brings up. So, I mean... Well, and in in the Fijian culture, a lot, uh, kava is used a lot of the times in mediating uh, ceremonies. Mm. Uh, villages that have issues with each other, kava is brought in. All of a sudden, it should go away because oh, so I love hella you. calm. Yes, <laughs> so it's like the it's like the, the Pacific Island anointing oil. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, like your, your your issues are gone. Have a sip of this, <laughs> and all your sins are washed away. Baby boy, <laughs> <laughs> baby boy. But is it is it common? <clears throat> I don't I don't know of too many women that drink abba or kava. So it uh, from what I understand in Fiji, women never like the Tongan women. They never drank. It was like a men's group thing that men did. Um, I hear now that there it's been really abused. Everyone's drinking, even um. they even um, teenagers are drinking. Like everyone's just. I think they figure you're not drinking alcohol. You know the parents. Oh. Right? Yeah, you're not drinking alcohol. Yes. You're not smoking, but you're and so just you know. But yeah, just stay in the backyard and drink kava. And yeah, that's and then I know where you are. You're here. Mm. You guys are all calm. No one's trying to jump on each other. So, but is it, is it, is it like disrespectful? Can women and men drink kava together in traditional spaces? So in my dad's house, they do not. Okay. My dad is very old-fashioned and traditional. Women can drink in the kitchen, like mm. while they're prepping food. There's a bowl there. Men drink. By themselves, because a lot of times it's used to discuss stuff. Okay. Yeah. Village functions, meetings, church stuff. Um, kitchen. But I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Cry out loud. No, but I've. They do it in the kitchen. Women do it in the kitchen. The men don't know they're doing it in the kitchen. It's like wow. a thing they do. It's in the red cup. Of, <laughs> right? In the dick. Red solo cup. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I've seen that. But now everyone just. Everyone drinks everywhere all the time. In, after church, makes a bowl. Everyone's. Just, I don't. We we're not exposed to those types of. No, I feel like no. Yeah. Fijians are very different from the Tongans. I know it's the men, men yeah. who drink. I and know the like, Samoans. It's only ceremonial. People. Yeah, because yeah. it's Ava to us is only in, in important ceremonies, and then in Tongan uh, culture, I, I've heard about their kalapus. Yeah, the you know men's. I mean? Yeah, the men. Men's group or men's yeah. whatever. But the Fijian, okay. it's everywhere, anywhere. Fijians. I mean, you can uh, tourists are walking down uh, backpacking. And someone will be mixing a bowl. Hey, come have a bowl. You walk into someone's house, you have a bowl and keep it moving. But you probably have 20 bowls because there's 20 houses down the street mixing too. <laughs> they are happy people, man. But wow. Yeah, they're always mixing. 
Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was like a colonial thing with the British in and a lot of things we couldn't do, but this was one thing we could do. Mm. So we got to do this all the time. We just overdid it. Wow. And so now we're just, you know, just overindulging. Keep, yeah, pretty much. Oh, you didn't even do your chicken real quick. Oh, I mean, don't, don't worry Your about week. me. <laughs> My week has been okay. Um, I've been listening or reading a book called The, um, what's it called again? The, the Subtle, Subtle Art Subtle. of Not Giving mm-hmm. a Fuck. Mm-hmm. And it is such a freeing book. I do um, suggest it to people. Like It just teaches you how to prioritize what you care about. Because in this world, you're just made to care about everything and all things. And we feel like that's the thing that's going to make us live a better life. But mm-hmm. it's actually caring less about certain things that will free you and make you like have a more enjoyable life. It may not change the challenges in your life, yeah. but like will le- let you appreciate the challenges challenges in your life and then i've been also working on my website and po- podcast like i've Yay. been i've been in this like season of where i just have no motivation mm. like when i was in Samoa, a like block. it was it was constant fight it was like a fight against poverty po- fight against social mm. issues like i was always moving but then when you move to, back to the states and you get a good job and you're comfortable, comfortable yo that is the death of creativity is when you're comfortable and i don't have to worry about anything you I gain mm. weight. Mm. Yeah. Just, I got a car now. Mm. You right. know what I mean? Like all these things that happen where it's like great, that's that's awesome. That's what you're meant to do is to be better, live better. But then there's something about falling into a routine that just kills, kills creativity. Your creativity right? My writing and my creativity strives off of me being emotional and, and experiencing difficulties. And right now I'm just in a place where I feel like God has put me in a place where it's just like, hey, recoup re-energize and then when you're done come out of that and start creating so i'm in the creating stages now yeah i feel like we're gonna lose my retaining she's gonna feel like you're gonna be like moving to another state within the next three years maybe no you're not <laughs> they can't leave me here don't this, leave us this rent is gonna make me leave yo rent is rent yeah, is crazy it's, it's ridiculous i feel like people just live to pay rent and that's that's, that's not facts. living yo that's that's survival so i i felt like i was doing that for my previous job and this year, I made a choice to work less hours, mm-hmm. literally p- to pay my bills, but yeah. have more time to create. And I've decided to take on more events and do more things that help me. And I was at Carnival, and being around Ooh, yeah. people who create like you and with you, I tell you, it is like fertilizer to my soul. Wow. Yes. It is so awesome to be around. And we had artists from New York in town. Nice. Tongo was there. And it was just amazing to be around that all the time. And I always find whenever I'm in a rut, for some reason, the ocean is the only thing Mm. that pulls me back. And so I hit Capitola, like the further down, the better, more quieter. You can just be there with the ocean. It just makes me feel so much better. Yeah. All the time. Nice. I think that's cool. Like, cause you're you're like the head of your household, yeah. Yeah. See, for me, I'm not the head of my household. Like, I'm still like the niece in the house. So it's just like when people are depending on you, like it's just kind of hard to just check out and go. Like, there's there's instances where I'll be like, <clears throat> well, I'm going on a trip. I'll be in Vegas. I'll see you in a week. Right. But when it comes down to paying rent and getting things done, like I can't be like, oh, I'm gonna work less hours. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know what I mean. Like I wish, I wish I could do that, but I mean that's my struggle now. Um, I feel like 
it's hard for Pacifica people, especially girls, to mm. to like negotiate their independence. Right. Like, yeah. Where... See, I I nudged myself yeah. to the front, <coughs> and being an older that, older cousin, yeah. <laughs> and then being an older cousin, I have a lot of younger cousins. So when I I I'm always I think, especially a lot of my cousins here have wouldn't have even been to Fiji or raised in the Fijian culture. So I always feel like I have to do a lot mm. of our ceremonies with all my newborn nieces and nephews and all our kids because they've never seen a lot of the stuff that um, we do. So I sort of like push my way. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, I definitely do that. I feel like I'm the black sheep of the family. But the weird thing about me is even though I have conflicts with people <coughs> in my family or I don't do what they think I should be doing, mm-hmm. I still have this profound sense of duty to family. And it's just like I could leave. I can. I don't need to be here. Yes. But I feel like I have to. Like I'm obligated to because it's just like I'm one of the older girls. Like yeah, I'm yeah. the oldest girl here. So I'm like responsible for the care of my parents and my and my other family members. So it's just like this week has been really eye opening and like realizing that creativity <clears throat> is going to be my avenue to deal with what I have in my yes. life. Yes, yeah. it is probably one of the best therapies. It is ever. It just makes you feel. Yeesh. Complete. It's gonna get better because we got that podcast where you're gonna release all these. All this, please. Look out for it, yo. Yeah, look out for it. Do you want to give a little snippet of what it's gonna be called? Oh, it's gonna be the real Tautala. It's basically gonna be um, me, Afrotene, just giving you the real talk about you know life and and the topics that pop up on my timeline or pop up in the news or topics that I feel like uh, haven't been highlighted enough. enough. I'm gonna try to keep them short. Um, So there's gonna be two sessions. One going to be the real tautala where it's just me giving my real talk real spit talk story on whatever topics come up and then it's going to be the big and beautiful truth and those sessions are going to be shorter i share like a truth that i have in my life or what i do to govern in my life and just encourage y'all to have a better day and live a better life mm. there you go there you go so you heard it y'all first right here afrotain is releasing a podcast soon and uh it's about, to get, it's about to get hectic. <laughs> oh. Be aware. Talk that shit. <laughs> All right. Baby boy. <laughs> Baby boy. It's going to be intense. All right. We're going to just segue right into our ICU. I think we have a few. Um, I'll, I'll kind of give you guys an opportunity if you guys want to recognize anyone. But this is uh, our ICU as where we just kind of bring visibility and celebrate just, you know, brown excellence. And... <laughs> Our PI people who are doing great things and, you know, just doing things and people really don't get that type of exposure and we want to expose them. So my ICU goes out to Michael Lesui. He is currently living in Sunnyvale right now. Um, He is also a part of the worship team at this mega church in San Jose. Borderline San Jose, Santa Clara. I want to say it's San Jose, though, but um, the church is called Redemption. He's a part of their worship team. He has been singing for pretty much all his life. He comes from a family of singers. Um, He just recently dropped an EP called Annie. um, And I thought it was pretty dope because... um, you know, we. I just love knowing. It's, it's one thing to like hear a dope ass song, and it's another to actually know, know the person who's yes. singing yes, it. Definitely. So, like, you know, kind of like um, Seth and Afrotainy song <laughs> that does that she don't hardly promote, but I love that song. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, Michael Lasui has been. He's been doing a lot of projects, um, kind of behind scene, but he's from. 
the South Bay. And I just wanted to recognize this young man who's doing great things. He's also doing, he has, uh, he has his hands on quite a few projects in L.A. as well. So he has a lot of good things in store for him. But I uh, just want to recognize him for his amazing EP. Great work. You did well. And, uh, yeah, for those who haven't heard it yet, just go on iTunes, look up Lesui, L-E-S-U-I. And the song is Annie, A-N-N-Y. The song is Fire, tap in. It's pretty much, it should be on all media outlets, but for sure on iTunes, go ahead and check it out. But anyways, Michael Lesui, I see you. Lesui. Oh, um, yes, I would like to recognize Dr. David Polita, who just received Mm. his um, official letter of early tenure from City of, um, the City College of San Francisco. So congratulations, Doc. We're so proud of you. Nice. Um, he was with us in Fangongo, Samoa. So we really appreciate you, what you're doing, bringing brown faces to teach our brown kids. Right. Thank you brown for all you do. So I yes, see Dr. David Polita. Nice. I want to recognize uh, Acting Governor Lemanu Peleti Maunga. Uh, he's the Acting Governor for American Samoa, and he recently fired uh, Jonathan Fondender from the directorship of the Department of Youth and Women's Affairs uh, because Jonathan Fondin is now being charged with domestic mm. violence and a couple other felonies. But the reason why I want to, uh, you know, kind of recognize the acting governor is because it's so hard for people who do like really shitty things in Samoa to get fired. Right. Even yeah, yeah, even like um, <clears throat> ab- abusing ass teachers, they just get shuffled onto another school or another department. They don't ever fire them. And so f- for me to see this um, governor do this action since a really big message to mm. people in and on the island that you know we're not going to stand for this if mm. you're here to serve the youth and women we're going to get somebody in there that um is going to do that but i mean they did replace him with roy about uh, roy Ausange, who was the guy that said shampooing your hair will keep your husband from cheating on you and beating you oh my god but oh my <laughs> I mean, gosh let's, small victories small, <laughs> small victories y'all Oh, let's get a woman in there. But thank you. Mm, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Lemanu, I see you. And we all see you. We see you. <laughs> and election year's coming up. We, 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 we show definitely you. don't see you. Baby boy, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> all right. Finally, we are down to our Chop It Up section. Hey. I feel like that's what we've been doing this whole time. I know. We've been just chopping <laughs> it up. Totally just kind went. of just going everywhere, which is good because <clears throat> this is what we need. Chop it up. Um, yeah. So, you know, we want to get a we want to get to know Tish a little bit more. I, I know you kind of gave like a little brief kind of background of who and what you do, but what is up with you? Tell us about life. Tell us where you are now. Tell us about faith and spirituality because we kind of had this talk. <laughs> I'm in Palo Alto right now. <laughs> no. Um, where am I? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm, you know, like I said, I graduated one kid off uh, to college and one's going into high school this week. And, uh, you know, life, love, and art. And that's all I've Ooh. pretty much been doing this year is life, really concentrating on myself and um, my art, my creativity. Um, sort of <clears throat> when I started out on my art uh, journey, I sort of wanted to be, you know, a Polynesian artist. 
But then I realized so many poly artists um, have these little clicks. Because mm. mm. I have seen it watching other people have these little clicks. And it's almost like uh, you got to suck up mm. to get up there, to be suck around up them. To get up. Mm. Right, that sounds and then pretty and pornographic. Sounds <laughs> very Harvey Weinstein. Yes, and you gotta suck up to get up. You gotta suck up to get up. Mm. Um, but but to you know, if you want to be with the big dogs, you really just That's gotta facts. kiss ass most of the time. And it's hard when people meet you. And I think um, I'm in a field where there's a lot of men artists. Mm. You know, especially my style of art, which is tattoo art. Mm. You know, um, it's hard. Uh, people. I've even had people look at my stuff and say, is this your husband's? Wow. Yeah. And really? Then, yes. And then like, oh, because I can't. But it's funny when they see my paintings because it's so bright and colorful. They're like, oh, that's yours. Or when they see my black and white, they assume it's my husband's because usually only men draw, you know. Wow. So I found these clicks. <laughs> Hold and your tongue, Afrotainian. Hold your tongue. <laughs> but I found these clicks and then I just realized that I don't think I want to be a I don't want to be a spe- just a, a Polynesian artist. I think I want to be a specific to the Bay mm. with the Bay culture. Mm. Nice. So that's why this year I reached out to other things like Carnival and stuff to you know showcase my work because only Polynesians seem to wear poly uh, brands and poly tribal stuff. Yeah. And I would like it to be much more Bay Area because there's such a big poly community in the Bay. And so I sort of, that's what I've sort of, I've moved onto that. So I'd like to do more uh, festivals that are not island-based only or polyfest yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, that's sort of my concentration this year is on trying to build a brand that's more Bay Area poly artists rather right. than just a Polynesian artist altogether. Who are, like, a few of your inspirations? Um, if any. Well, I like a lot of the guys out of Australia. Um, Kaimoni, he's a Fijian artist. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Um, who else do I like? I love that Samoan guy who paints like Mozart, uh, like um, Michelangelo. Manu, Manusina? Yeah, Manusina. Yeah. Him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, there's another, she's Samoan. Her and her husband have an art studio in Samoa. And she paints those beautiful ones of the women with the pear. Mm. Oh, women with the malu. I don't know. Yes, yes, the the a women couple? with the malu. There are yeah, a couple. I don't. I I kind of know who you're talking about, but I don't know the name. It's it, a it, couple. It, yeah. No, no, no. It's a it's a woman. Oh. No, but her husband oh, is a, is a tattoo the... artist, and she's an artist. Oh. He he tattoos. From Samoa. Yes. Which Samoa? Samoa, Samoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> Which What's <one>? the difference? <laughs> no, um, I think they're from uh, Weston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Independent Samoa. Yes. Westerns for the colon colonizers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much been my journey this year. Just trying to, um, yeah, just be more uh, mindful of what I really want to my brand to illustrate and also Mm. my brand, the message too, you know? So yeah, that's, that's my journey. What is your advice to, you know, young artists right now who are listening, who want to start doing what you're doing, going to carnival, selling their things. Like what is like, what are like one or two important things that young artists need to know before they head out into this world of trying to get their art out there? You don't Mm. have to look like anyone else. That's the biggest thing. 
Your art is yours. Don't ever second guess yourself. Uh, The first way you drew it is usually always the right way. Mm. Don't ever try and redraw it because you saw something like, oh, that would be cute in like this. No, no. The way you drew it the first way was the right way. Um, Yeah. And just don't ever doubt yourself. That little voice in your head that tells you nobody really wants to see what you have to give. No. There's always a space for whatever you're trying to offer. Always. Come on. At what age did you discover this gift of art? Oh, I've always been very artistic. Uh, elementary school, I remember um, detention all the time. I was always drawing. <laughs> That's where we all learn. That's where we find our <laughs> gifts and calling in detention. Detention all the time. And then all girls Catholic schools. So I was always in detention. Um, <laughs> in high school, I was always in trouble. Um, but I remember in high school, um, my I was very surprised that the nuns in my high school were actually um, amazing at cultivating what you were good at. So they let me paint the school. (laughs) So the nuns would let me lunch. I just remember my uniform always had paint on it because I was painting murals all over the school. So like recess, lunch, after school, before school was painting. That's all I did. Um, I was always in the art uh, classroom painting. And my art teacher in high school, her husband, who is um, Lingi Kone, he's actually a world-renowned artist now, but he took me under his wing. And then he started sort of getting me to... The first way you drew it is the right way. That was mm. his thing. And um, and he would just say, don't ever let anyone... And he says, not everyone's art is the same. Don't be afraid to be really that different. Yeah, You know, don't ever be afraid. Because some people, I see people start, oh, this is in the style of Van Gogh. Or this is in the... You know, rather than, no. Because I would... L- in the end, I think my goal is when I'm older, I would like someone to see something and say, oh, that's a Tisha. Nice. Ooh, yeah. That's that's my thing. I would like someone to see something on a T-shirt and be like, "Oh yeah, it's just a T-shirt reprint." It's, you know, just like that's how it would, I would prefer that than being rich or you know. I would like that would be a real legacy for me for someone to see one of my pieces and know who I am. I think that's a really profound mm. way of looking at art, and I feel like that's that's also a way you could live your life like you can't live your life like somebody else's yeah don't adjust your life because you see someone else living a certain way i feel like that's what we do when we mimic all of these like instagram posts and facebook posts like everybody looks like they're living their best life so you become unhappy with your own because it doesn't look like theirs yeah but like you're supposed to live your life like yours the first way you do it is kind of the best way you only right. have one, one way yes like <laughs> yes and i was telling this you know um people say oh you know your looks and this you can buy your looks now Mm -hmm. you can buy everything now except for time right Mm. only thing you cannot buy and so you have to really think about how you spend your time and who is worth your time Mm. right and what energies are worth your your time right what do you want to be around and and hey we all learn i've been i've been uh, uh, a groupie i've been a, you know like that's how you what? figure out <laughs> well an art groupie Aww. but like um and then it's funny when you meet someone that you assume you've looked up to their art and then you meet them and they just snub you right asshole you know <laughs> and then you're like oh and then you hear from other people oh He's like that to everyone. I was like, I don't feel so bad. Right. So you mentioned that um, you grew up in Catholic school. Right? Yes. So um, would are you a, are you Catholic? Are you, is that your faith now, or is, no? Mm-mm. Have you evolved beyond into the? You know, third I always heaven? say it's a work in progress. Mm. I think 
when I'm old and I've lived life, and I think then I'd I'd have like an answer for that. But at this point, I'm I'm definitely not Catholic, but I still go to the Catholic monsters. masses one and one once in a while. I still go. I think it's very um, it's almost nostalgic mm. memory from my childhood. Yeah, Catholic school mass every morning of my life. So <laughs> you just it, you go to something and you're like. Um, it's just very natural to mass to me. It's just something I've done my whole life. And now I'm older and I haven't been in like 20 years. So I go once in a while here and there. Right. So it feels very, um, I don't know. I just think of my grandpa in the back behind me and my grandpa. You know what I mean? Mm. So it feels like that. Um, and then I like visiting the monasteries, especially the, um, the, where the nuns are. Yeah. Cause it reminds me of high school. Cause, um, uh, funny enough, I really thought I would be a nun. <laughs> When I would grow up, girl, you a nun. <laughs> yes. Okay, don't laugh. So, I asked the principal, who was a nun. She said, "Have you ever tried like a week? Like you can go and stay at the convent, and you know, with Bless the nuns, you. and see what Bless a your heart. To, no, but to see what a day is like <laughs> in prayer, like your whole day is dedicated." So I go, and the first day she comes to me and says, "You do not have the submissive qualities." I do not have the submissive qualities that it takes to be a nun. Wow. I'm too, um, I'm a rebel. Defiant. Defiant. And she goes, before I even suggested this, I should have looked at your detention record. <laughs> oh, wow. So I was like, oh, okay. So I guess I've been kicked out. Why did she pull and up I your card and <laughs> like, oh, what is she, Jesus? She looked at the book of, the right. book of life and said... But it's it's crazy that in order to be a nun you have to be submissive and I couldn't Extremely, see that Extremely, yeah. Under his eye. But I <laughs> the handmaiden's <laughs> under <laughs> his eye. Oh my god. May he may the fruit be open or some praise, praise, like praise, praise, praise be. No, but for for real like that's scary though because it's it's like women are supposed to be leaders and now we have to submit to this like Well, you you know order. what you're doing. You're you're marrying Jesus. Yeah, but Jesus was a rebel. Yes, but um, the concept of Jesus uh, now, people is, have not, yeah. No, he was a homie. He hung out with the prostitutes, kicked it with all the tax, coll- no, he was a homie. So straight you up. went in the, tr- and you, you went and attempted to be a nun, and they pretty No, much no, said, no, I, they have like a week. You can oh, go and see. Oh, a trial right out. <laughs> no, you, not even that. You got <laughs> dropped off. <laughs> you didn't make the cuts. So. No, it was, uh, what do you call it? You know, like follow a nun for the day kind of thing. Like and a ride along, like yeah. a shadow. You shadowed a nun. <laughs> a shadowed a nun. Shadowed a nun. Yes. And before the first day ended, they said, "Nope, go home, Bulimanaga <laughs> bitch. You're going back home." No, they said, "My love for your time." No, nope. it's like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. No way. <laughs> we're over here. We're over here making light of this, but this is serious. No, no. And but I'm so happy. I mean, can you? Ima- I'm, I I don't I can't imagine I probably be smoking cigarettes with my <laughs> students. <laughs> Thank God. That's no. like taking a whole box of crayons and saying I just want to paint with black and white. Yes. Like, and it's hell like, no. no. I could not be a nun. Yeah. I could if I was, I'd be the nun with like a short skirt. 
Oh, and like, man. hey, class is done in 10 seconds. That's what I said. I, I'd probably be smoking with my students. It's bad. So smoking. I'm, yes, <laughs> I could totally see myself. Just take a shot. It's fine. Oh my gosh. I'd be done to break all the rules. I'd be like, look, I'll have stiletto nails. <laughs> Talking about a girl. But yeah. So no, that was, that was good though. It, it was a insightful experience. Got me ready for life. I can't, I can't be submissive. <laughs> I learned early. Do not. I know just recently we bumped into each other. What a random place to meet, but we met at my job. And um, Tish was Tish was borderline on, you know. So. Oh, no, buzz. Buzz. Degree. <laughs> yeah. And she kept coming up. She was like, give me a vodka crayon. I was like, girl, you have one in your hand. Can you finish that one first? Oh, no, give me another one. No, but that we were, was. What, what you were there for the Finn? Was it the Finn concert? Oh, yes. I was not there by choice. I had 45 cousins, all pregnant, sitting in a corner. Wait. No, but you know what I mean. And so they were like, you have to come out. This is the last time we're all going to be together. I'm like, oh, my God. Who can I? So they're all sober. So I'm drinking for the whole family because no one could drink. Bless your soul. What a responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. What an obligation. What a a burden (laughs) to drink for everybody. Your life is hard. I love my family. I am the oldest. I take it The sacrificial lamb, this girl. I tell you. So you were there, um, um, just what, visiting, or just for the music? No, no. Our cousins were all in town. They bought tickets for us. Okay. They were all like, you have to come. Then we had a baby shower earlier that day. Lord. And that's where we all ended up. How'd you like that Finn concert, though? I have no idea. I don't remember half of it. (laughs) Lord. I I listened to music on Apple. I thought that concert got canceled or whatever concert UB40 got, got canceled. UB40. Oh, that's okay. the one. Um, but no, I who was before him? I don't know. I there was a lot him. of opening acts that I'm yeah. just like, wait, where, where wait, did these who, open? Okay. Who yeah. gave you <laughs> <laughs> No, that was it. <laughs> no, I'm serious, bro. I'm not trying to hate, but some of these people who are on these stages, please go for it down. <laughs> oh, man. Follow the schedule. <laughs> a good segue to this one question I want to talk to you two about, like, where do you guys think the state of our music is at right now? P- Pacific Island music. Okay, Pacifica music is dope. It's it's a it's in a it's in a, a hidden place though, uh, because we we want what I'm noticing is in the trends is that we want popular style music. Mm. We want we want the pop, we want the hip hop and the R and B. But like there, if you look at just Pacifica artists in opera, in jazz, mm. in classical music, we're doing phenomenal things. People would be shocked. People yeah. would be shocked. Like there are there are there are ce- like people who are playing the cello. There are people playing the violin. There are people in the orchestra that we're not paying attention to because we want to twerk to Fika Maila yes. or whatever. Fika Maila <laughs> Yes. Like no, we're, no. and since, and since like the tools to make music is so readily accessible. Oh yeah. A lot yes. more people are making facts. music, but it doesn't mean you're making quality music. music. What do you think about Mr. Cowboy, the country art, our, um, our quote unquote first country, but then you put me on that other guy. I was like, Richard oh Parker. He just sounds like Richard Parker, bro. Like, I know. I, that was my first time Richard, listening to Richard, Richard Parker. Too. He just sounds like Richard Parker, but younger and with flannel. Like that's what, yeah. what he sounds like. And like, I mean, his voice is cool and people are onto him. So I'm not going to diss his like rise, of course, yeah. but like, he just sounds like Richard Parker's son. Like mm. that's what he sounds like. But where do you think we are though? As like 
just a people group and music? Like, is it evolving in a good way? Or is it just like we're just losing our sound and our, you know, just like who we are as like a people? Like, are we losing it? Or are we like just kind of assimilating more towards Are like, we talking the, about like um, music... Uh, the music industry right now. The music industry right now. So I think we're the still pretty young, right? I mean, considering Fiji is like the grandfather, right? Fiji the artist. A grandfather period. <laughs> yeah, the artist. Oh, no, but like no he comment. would be, he would be considered like pretty much the yeah, right? like yeah. his age. He'd you know, be like one right. of the oldest. So we're still so young that I think, you know, we haven't really, um, I don't know, had enough to uh, look back on or. I feel All like I we're know behind is behind in comparison to New Zealand and Australia. I think. But see, that's the thing. When we're talking about Pacifica as a whole, it depends on where you are. That's at true. Yeah, location. that's true. Because like in America, it's like oh, it's American music. It's mostly rap that's coming out here, yeah. or girls trying to sound like SZA or whatever. Uh. And then, and then you have, <laughs> and then in in um in New Zealand, that's kind of a, like our Hollywood, it. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they've so had it they for a they while. have a bunch of different kinds of kind of artists, and they go and support them. Mm-hmm. So I could, I would love to go to New Zealand and like try to be an artist there because they're they're more open to different forms of music. Yeah. it's not just like one style. And then if you go to American Samoa, it's a, and and Samoa like independent Samoa, it's a mixture, but like it's usually like home based Samoan music mixed in with like mm. American influence that yeah. gets popular which is fine it's it's great but like it's not everything it's not everything that people can get into right like, i love reggae but i can't always sing reggae yeah, and yeah i yeah, love yeah. yeah i mean so yeah. when when i was in mexico it's hard to find venues where you could sing jazz at or yes, sing yes. your own original stuff at yeah fiji is interesting fiji um when you hear the radio in fiji you hear a lot of african music yeah. A lot of the beats and stuff without Africa, a lot of stuff out of Jamaica and the Caribbean. So it's very weird that it took to Fiji. And I wonder if um, the influence of the Indian community, because, mm. you know, there's a big Indian community in the Caribbean and in Africa. Mm. So I don't know if the, the music just gets absorbed better in Fiji because of our mix of Fijian, Indian and Chinese, that yeah. mix of population. But yeah, I get a shock when I'm my kid, you know, and then my son here listens to Fijian radio stations. Yeah, I get a shock. He's bumping some African. What is this? And it's like, oh, it's the brand new song from Fiji, and it, it's from Africa. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, and it's really big in Fiji. Yeah. They just love it. But I agree um, with you guys when you say it's like it's all depending on where you're at. Yeah, because here in the Bay Area, like the Pacific Islanders have a sound. And it's coupled with the Bay sound, you know? Yeah. So it's like, and then versus Texas, <clears throat> Pacific Islander has a sound, and then it's coupled with that culture sound. Yeah. So it's like a different yeah. sound every state, I guess. Right. You know? And even LA. LA has a different sound. Mm-hmm. PI artist. Yeah. And then there's that then LA here. culture c- combining. And it's like, okay, what's going on? So it's kind of, it's, it's just, it's difficult to kind of see and keep, I don't even know what our sound. What would be our traditional sounds like? RSA band. <laughs> like what's no? The I think traditional our, our, sound? our traditional sound is like our folk music. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sound. Us, like, it's the uke with a bake and, the... and just voices. You know that nasally sound you hear. Uh, uh, you know when your when your mom and dad is like wow, five. Oh, yeah. That oh, is our sound. That, that is our sound. That but, sound. But it's a sound that unites the world because a lot of tribal people who sing, music, especially yeah. like 
African countries, like we all sound very about similar, the same yeah, and similar. So it's just like that's just the sound of the earth, you know what I mean? But now that in technology is being introduced and we have so much information, so many examples to follow, we can go anywhere with our music, but it's the quality of that music. Mm, what what is true. it? Who what what are we going to accept and praise and what are we pushing to the side? And I feel like we're pushing aside our opera singers, we're pushing aside our violinists and yes. you know what I mean, those mom, musicians we're pushing band all mom, of them. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like every like we need to we need to celebrate like our individual artists like trumpets things like that that yes. like the jazz community does That's so true we need to start doing that like there's chris Bodie is a, a white man but he's a famous like i think trumpet player mm. and he is famous just playing the trumpet like when will we have people that we make famous just because they play right. you know, a certain instrument right. well right and mm-hmm. i feel like we have the capacity to do that in we our do. culture and you know i think a lot of moms who find kids who are very restless and Band is the most amazing free gift if your school has one to get your kid into. Because mm. band is amazing. Uh, you'd be shocked at how much your kid will learn playing an instrument. And and they'll surprise you with how responsible they are with their instrument. And, and, and um, yeah, just playing in an orchestra. It's amazing. I wish more parents would say, you know, if football isn't your thing, pick up, you know, a guitar or pick up... Because band is amazing. I changed my both my boys' lives. So, yes, I'm a band mom for life. Band moms. Yes. <laughs> we, Not we, baby mama. Band mom. Band, band mom. Moms. We, need a, we need a month, too. <laughs> Bex, know. we need a month, too. <laughs> so, um, in closing, I kind of want to share something. Um, just recently, I came across um, a video post on Instagram where a young lady uh, just, um, she shared her coming out story. I kind of want to close in, uh, you know, just out of respect for, you know, Pride Month. (laughs) Um, Just the courage that it took for her to, and I think she was, she looked like she was in her probably 20s, Mm -hmm. mid-20s, but just the fact that um, she was in this room recording and she kept looking over her shoulder. So, like, she, you know, she was obviously in a house or a space where she felt like she couldn't do it, but she had to do Mm. it because this was her only way of giving just the sense of freedom and peace in her heart um so i share that with you guys and i wanted to kind of see and hear from both of you guys like just what's some advice that we can give to just like some of our youth and even just even young young even older adults that are kind of like battling with that right now and we've we've gotten like several emails of like people just hey, you know, like, I really am encouraged by you and D-Boy's story, but I still don't have a courage to come out yet, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how to create these platforms, and, you know, you guys have all this courage, and I want to be that, but I don't know how, and what's a piece of advice that you guys can give as far as, like, to someone who is kind of battling with coming out or even those who are, like, slowly trying to discover their sexuality? As a cisgender, yes. straight woman, mm-hmm. I don't know if my advice will hold water. It would. But I would just say there is no race to coming out. Mm. There is no timeline for that. The pressure of coming out is still a pressure you have to suffer. And if you make it such a big, you know what I mean, thing to come out, then that, that stress will also get you too. You are your own 
time. You are your own, what's it called? Stopwatch. Yeah. You you decide what time you come out. It's not dependent on everyone else. I know in this culture, it's like this big thing to be like coming out and, yeah. and you're more in the media and you're more in, in, yeah. in you're more, your image and your sexuality is more accessible to a lot of people. But in your home and in your, your church, it may not be. So we do understand why you wouldn't want to come out. Right. But if when you do come out, you have to be the one to decide. And before you decide to do that, you also have to weigh the pros and cons and be ready for those consequences. Um, and get around some people that will support you no matter what. Because right. it's, 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 it's fine to come out, but then what? Right. You come out and then you get kicked out. A lot of people get kicked out because their parents aren't accepting. Right. And a lot of people end up living on the streets. And that's a struggle. I, I, have, I have the privilege as a straight person not to face. So I do right. recognize my yeah. privilege in that. But get around and say something. Speak up. Um, but just overall, it is your time. It is your truth. You decide when you get to uh, speak it out loud. Nice. I like right. that. That Nice. Okay. Uh, ready for a true moment? Yes. Okay. So when I was 17, I came out to my dad. Mm. My very traditional dad that I was by. Mm. It was um, very interesting. Uh, I could feel the love, but I could totally, I think one time he said, I just, I'm just praying. I just, I hope you're not going to, you're going to be like an animal. Like it was very like, and it was so interesting to hear the words mm. like from your dad, you right. know, who you assume just loves you unconditionally. And then I said, well, how would I, you know? Yeah. And then he says, no, just like those people. So with that, I felt, um, I felt his love, but I also un like, I understood his generational, um, indoctrination and church and stuff like that <clears throat> but um, I think I had a good group of friends who really and cousins you know your cousins know before everyone else yes mm, <laughs> that's right yes we do we yeah. do <laughs> your cousins know before everyone else they even like mm, girl when you were five and <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> and um, yeah but I think I think I was lucky that I um I think from a very young age, I just knew that I was my biggest cheerleader and all I really right. needed was myself. Mm. Coming from a big family, um, I'm, I have the privilege of coming from two separate families. I'm the oldest by myself, but I have six on one side with my dad and five on the other side with my mom. So I always wow. feel like I am the oldest all right, the time, right, you know. Right. Um, but, and then also being the oldest, you're the first one there. Right. So you realize you're by yourself. But then you have siblings come along. Right. So, but you're used to being by yourself. They aren't. Right, yeah. Right? They've always had an older sister there. Yeah. So, you know, my dad coming, you know, I was lucky. I just, art and school and, you know, the nuns kept me busy in detention. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, and then just going through life, you're just like, uh, you don't have to rush. It's right. really up to you. You come out to the, and, and like I said, your cousins know first, and you come out to the people who really matter. You don't have to come out to everyone. Mm. And, and you don't have to assume everyone needs to know your sexuality. They no, don't. It's none right. of their business. It's really the people who matter are the yeah. ones who need to know. You know? Yeah, because I think it was just my dad. I didn't even tell my mom. 
And then later on when, I mean, my dad's wife, mom, I call her mom. But even when she found out, she's like, eh. Right. She yeah. was just like, don't worry about it. But, right. but t- you know, typical island, like, it's just the phase we're oh. going through. <laughs> don't worry about it. Right, so I right. think they were very um, happy on my wedding day when I got married <laughs> to a wow. man. And, but, you know, it's... Um, they were yeah. happy. They were like, I yes, think, yes, she's straight. You're right. And they were like, I was like, uh, it doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> but that's okay. I don't think you quite understand it. Right, right. Yeah. But I think my dad credits his praying and fasting to it. <laughs> so, wow, wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I think... Um, yeah, one thing that needs to be done is just the timing. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's at your own pace. I like I like what Asia says. Like, you know, it's there's no race in it. You know, it's yeah. like you got to go according to what you can do. And also for me, like you know, when I came out, it's like I I could not try. I I could not be upset because I got to also allow my t- my family. To take their time mm-hmm. and go at their pace in accepting, you know, yes. I can't just be like, "You guys are not accepting me. I'm out of here." No, that's yeah. not that's not fair. If I'm gonna, if the, you know, what I'm saying, if like, if it, I'm gonna, expect- it took you that long to figure that out for yourself, yeah, and then you come out to these people. Imagine yeah. how long it takes for them, right, to learn to accept. Yeah, and and we gotta give family members that space, you know, and to like whatever whatever time you need. The ones to who matter, yeah, <laughs> the one who matter. It t- however long you need. Just take your time, you know, like, uh, for instance, with my dad, he has an idea. We've had this conversation, but I'm not rushing him. Yeah. No. No, and yeah. not at all. Like, dad, you can still consider my partner a friend, like, but yeah. I, he knows. Your roommate? But yeah, my roommate. <laughs> my, uh, quote, unquote, best friend. It's a lot of Samoan women right. roommates. <laughs> Co-partners. But, um, you know, like, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. be upset that my dad is taking long, you mm-hmm. know? He, totally. I know that he knows. It, his his acceptance pace is a little slower than mm-hmm. I want, but go ahead, take as long as you want. Whether you don't, whether you leave and don't yeah. fully show it, I'm just gonna be happy that you knew you were aware of it, and you know, yeah, deal with deal, deal with just any piece of acceptance, even acknowledging that you know that's enough. Like right. I don't need your acceptance, just the fact that you know whether you like it or not, that's enough for me. So. Yeah, just giving that space and understanding that you don't have to, you know, because I know with some of the youth that I that I talk to, it's like they get upset when my family don't accept me. I was like, sweetie, you gotta you give. You them just came time. out yesterday, yeah. like, <laughs> sweetie. It was just an hour ago. Like, sis, <laughs> yeah, give it you to just me. told your mom after church. So <laughs> let it matter. Uh, let's have a grace period, <laughs> for right? real. Exactly, that yes. grace period is like you know important, imperative. So yeah. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us at this little brown talk table. <laughs> trying to, to take Jada <laughs> to this Aoife session. Um, right. Again, uh, we um, are sad that D-Boy didn't join us in this discussion because I know he would have loved it. When I miss town you, with D-Boy. You guys. We love you. But thank you so much, Tish, for uh, being our guest and yes. you know, our returning guest here at Fertain as well. Yeah, Shout for having out to us. these wonderful, creative Ladies that uh, pulled up at our table with good spirits. <laughs> we oh, we kind of left those. I'm good now. Because I know <laughs> we have an eventful rest of the day. But it is Monday right now for our listeners. So happy Monday, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your week. There is this one, 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 one last question that D-Boy and I always ask our guests and each other. How are we going to take care of each other for the rest of the week? Really quick. I'm not going to be a bitch in traffic. I'm going to be really good this week. Bless your heart. 
Bless your heart. I cut too many people off. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah, I'm one of them. Oh, man. I'm I'm going to drink more water. Ooh. When I tell you constipation is <laughs> of the devil. Girl. I tell you, yo, hey, if you need your free way to hey. be clear, drink water, yo. I'm telling Ooh, I'm telling you really? to drink water. National Vegetable and Fruit Month? Yeah. Bro. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, there you go. Don't Yes. Uh, don't forget the accordion month. Oh, and the accordion. Shout out accordions. <laughs> <laughs> Drink water, y'all. Yeah. Water's life. And I just plan on uh, doing more meditation, more grounding, and uh, yeah, just yes. I want to come to one of those classes. You now. have to. I'm gonna drag both of you guys. D boy said he's gonna join. Can we go too, get a mimosa so. before we go to the yeah. class? Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> grab a bottle before yeah. we get a meditation. How about y'all have a kava session before y'all come to the <laughs> class? How about that? All right, y'all. It's been real. Again, we ha- uh, we had a wonderful time talking to these ladies. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you, Bex, for having us. Thank yeah. you. Have a good Monday, y'all. Peace, love, and happiness. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.